0: a has going on with this one. We're gonna have things to talk about this time. I don't
1: know how to make this stop. What? Just push.
0: Push stop. Do I want to push stop? Or I started recording. Off. Hi everyone, I'm Dan. I am Patrick. I'm Carrie. Grandpa. And welcome to the 1987 Academy Awards.
1: Woo! Woo!
0: We're getting closer. Hi. Uh, this closer is
1: closer to the present. Oh.
0: Well, at time of recording, the Academy Awards happened recently for this year. That's true. So we're adding another week to our schedule. That's right. (laughs) Uh, This is If I Ran the Oscars, where we look at one film from every year the Academy Awards were on TV. We look at one thing the film won for, and three other categories chosen at random.
1: Random. Love that.
0: And we got a fairly popular film this time around. We had never
1: seen it. None of us. Not the most
0: popular, because the best picture for this year was Platoon, which would have been a much different movie.
1: Much. Much different.
0: Uh, Academy Award fact of the year would be that last year, uh, the last uh, year of uh, the podcast, as it were, 19... Paul Newman won a an honorary Academy Award for his work in film. This year, he won an Academy Award, actually. In 1987. 1987. Uh, for his role, uh, for his follow-up role after 1961's The Hustler played the same character in The Color of Money, making him the fourth person to win to be nominated for the same role in mm-hmm. two different movies. Mm-hmm. Before him was Bing Crosby, who played Father Chuck O'Malley in Going My Way and also The Bells of St. Mary back yeah. in the 40s. Peter O'Toole played King Henry II in Beckett and The Lion in Winter. And then Al Pacino played the same character in godfather one and two obviously mm-hmm. after him, after paul newman would come Kate blanchett in elizabeth and elizabeth the golden age and then sylvester stallone oh. who we've talked about yeah. in for one of them because it was rocky one and then in 2015 the movie creed he was nominated again huh so that's interesting other than that this film that we watched today, which is called A Room with a View, got eight nominations. It, it was not poorly made, I don't think, in any yeah. respect.
1: No, I think it was visually beautiful to look at.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, this has got a who's who in it of mm-hmm. actors and actresses. Because this is technically the second film Helena Bonham Carter was in.
1: And she's gone on to do some oh. notable things.
0: Uh, let's see here. She has a BAFTA, three Screen Actors Guilds awards, nominated for two Academy Awards, nine Golden Globes, four Primetime Emmys, and four British Academy TV awards. She also is a CBE.
1: C C B E.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. she's not full Dame, but she's definitely mm-hmm. been paid attention to by by the royals. I uh, she was Queen... well, and the
1: young people know her because she's in Harry Potter films.
0: Oh, and we'll be getting to the Harry Potter films. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. But yes, uh, she is definitely uh, most notably known uh, recently as... Who's Bella. This?
2: Who is this girl again?
0: Helena Bonham Carter, the main oh, actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was Bellatrix Lestrange in Harry Potter. She's a mm-hmm. bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been in a lot of Tim Burton movies.
1: Because she's... Because mm-hmm. she got
0: married to him for a while.
1: She, well, she was famous for some something really different.
0: Oh, almost certainly. What did uh, she was in Frankenstein. More
1: infamous.
2: For...
0: Uh, she was in Fight Club. She was well, in she's... the 2012 Les Mis.
1: She is uh, in the uh, the most recently released seasons of The Crown, or maybe mm-hmm. the one before. Mm-hmm. Right. She plays um, Princess Margaret.
0: Yeah. Uh, you are not wrong. So, you know, some stuff. She had no acting training and won a national writing contest in 1979 and used the money to pay for her entry into the actor's spotlight directory.
1: Huh.
0: Her first acting thing was a TV commercial when she was 16. She was 19 when she filmed this.
1: She looks really young. Her face is very youthful.
0: Yep. Uh, uh, The lead across from her would be Julian Sands. Uh Uh-huh. He uh, was not in many things before this, but he was in The Killing Fields, which was kind of a big deal oh. a couple years before. After this, he was, he's was he been in some uh, some productions. He didn't have quite as big a career as everyone else. Uh, despite having seen a lot of the TV show 24, I did not recognize him from that. Despite having seen a lot of the TV show Smallville, I did not recognize him from that. <laughs> but I did recognize his voice. Because he was one of the bad guy, recurring bad guys on the animated kids show Jackie Chan Adventures.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. And, and, then,
1: and, and you're really glad that you recognized his voice from this kid's show? Honestly,
0: I was impressed that I recognized it.
1: <laughs> it
0: was, it's kind of one of those, like, not that great, but it's called classic-y for people of my
1: age. But I think after watching this film, it's... I think you need to be truthful to your mother.
0: I mm-hmm. uh, also in this people who have been in lots of things. Uh-huh. Let's start with one of the dames.
1: There were two dames. There are
0: two dames in fact. Dame with, Were Mar- they
1: dames at the time?
0: Uh they were they were neither of them dames at the time. Okay. Really? I thought really? was. Nope. Uh she was uh damed in 1988. So oh, a couple oh, of years was later. close. You yeah, were close. Right, right, right after. But Dame Maggie Smith, who is not just a dame, she's a companion of honor as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh
2: my.
0: Uh, has been in some stuff. Her uh, career began in 1952 we as a student.
2: Yeah,
1: we home. do not have time to go through her whole career. We
0: really don't. She's been in some stuff. Is she
1: still
0: alive? Uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, yeah, yes, she's she is. Actively, she's currently acting. That's where I saw. Uh, As with, as leading into also the Harry Potter, Uh uh, she's Professor McGonagall in all of the Harry Potter movies. Uh, She has the triple crown of acting because she has a Tony and an Emmy as well. Oh, golly. In fact, her first Emmy wasn't for Downton Abbey. It was for My House in Umbria in 2003. She did get three Emmys for Downton Abbey.
1: Yeah, right.
0: So, you know.
1: Downton Abbey has gotten a few.
0: Some stuff. Also in this film, also a dame, Judy Dench. She's also a, a CH, which would be the Companions of Honor, but she has more titles. She's been doing some stuff. Oh, yeah. Boy, howdy. Uh, well, well, she was mostly doing theater mm-hmm. from like when she got started in the 50s till the 90s. Well, and she what, still does theater, I'm sure.
1: One of my favorite th- DVDs is she and Ian McKellen doing Macbeth with very, very limited sets, limited props? Uh, it almost feels like you're in—you are watching it, but you are part of a uh, tiny experimental theater mm-hmm. space. And it, they are both mm. so young; it's so good.
0: Now, if you want to go for pop culture, for her, her largest international pop culture role would be. As James Bond's boss M, Mm -hmm.
1: that's right. In
0: a role she played from 1995. No, before then, she she was in fact Pierce Brosnan's boss for a while.
1: Oh, but then
0: yes, all through the Daniel Craig Bonds until 2015.
1: I and she's got a new movie that's just coming out. Oh, probably. Uh huh.
0: (laughs) She's gotten you know all sorts of awards, a couple of fellowships, Uh you know stuff. Right. Uh, Also, also in this film, technically by Academy Award standards, one of the greatest male actors who's ever lived, Daniel Day-Lewis.
1: Uh-huh. Because
0: we discussed him when he showed up for one scene in Gandhi. Right. But did you know that he's the only guy to get three Academy Awards for Best Actor? Did not know that.
1: (laughs) I did not.
0: Yeah. So, you know.
1: His character in this film... I I didn't even be, I didn't even know it was Daniel Day Lewis. My word,
0: he was yeah. such an ass. Yeah,
1: he played the it's part. He's all
0: pompous. His wasn't he? first like actual uh, film was in 1984, Wow. where he had like an actual part. Uh, his first Academy Award was 1989 for My Left Foot. He would then be in Last of the Mohicans and In the Name of the Father and The Age of Innocence. Then after The Boxer, he retired for three years yeah. to make shoes in Italy. Then he came back, was made Gangs of New York, oh, which yeah. we watched because yeah. Liam we Neeson is in the first ten minutes of that movie. Yes. Right,
1: right. I was at home that You one. weren't
0: home for that one. You would not have found it interesting.
1: <laughs> we talked about that.
0: But then he got uh, Academy Awards for There Will Be Blood and also Lincoln.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, he retired in 2017.
1: Because he can.
2: Yeah, no, he's basically done everything. You know, it's interesting because some of these some of these actors that we have seen... Will have two and three credits per year for their whole career, kind of thing. It just massive amounts of work. He's not like that. No, he's he gets doing the good one ones. every couple three years. He's doing a, a project, and he doesn't go in bad movies, Mm-mm. really. No.
1: Well, his agent is help. Yeah.
2: Now, if
0: They're we want to talk about calling. someone who has more than one credit per year, we'd be talking about Denham Denholm Elliot, who played Mister Emerson in this movie. Mhm. I uh, he has over 125 credits.
1: Great. He's uh, a very recognizable character actor.
0: More uh pop culture recognition, Marcus Brody in Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, The Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. And Coleman in Trading Places. He uh let's see where's the quote uh from Roger Ebert. The most dependable of all British character actors. Yeah. So you know, good Probably there. Probably accurate. I I helped mom and dad out with Rupert Graves,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who plays I uh, Lestrade in the current well current because it has stopped. They might mm-hmm. be making more uh, of the TV show Sherlock, but other than that, like that's what he's most mm-hmm. at this point.
1: But he but everybody was so young in this film.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, the old ladies are actually kind of interesting. Because they were delightful. The, the delightful old ladies They are... sounded like
1: they were ad-libbing, but I don't think so. I think that was good script writing.
0: Fabia Drake was one of them. She's an OBE. Mm-hmm. Uh, she started acting in
1: 1917. Holy holy, <laughs> go- Holy <laughs> She
0: me. started film acting in 1917. She was 13 years old at the time.
1: <laughs> holy buckets.
0: And the other one... Is not in OBE, but uh, she was active on the stage since 1927.
2: That's Joan Henley. Henley.
0: Career of over 50 years in film and television.
1: So is Helena Bonham Carter, she must be, she's CBE.
0: Uh, Is she now? She might be too young.
1: I don't think you can. Oh, yeah,
0: she's definitely CBE. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: No, like most of the main people in this film, I've been recognized by the Crown. Simon Callow who played the priest is also CBE. Yeah. No. Lots of good people in this film, which of course means that even if this was a poorly written film, which I don't think it was.
1: No, I I like I said I thought that the banter between the two, you know, ancient sisters, yeah. I thought they were ad-libbing their lines because they it seemed really natural and it flowed well. It seemed like what old ladies would Chitter chatter about
0: the entire film did a very good job of making the uptight British people look uptight and British, but the casual British people looked casual at all times. And the interesting part was that Helena Bonham Carter's character was doing both. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, she was growing up. Everyone
0: else, no one else crossed that line.
1: Right. Everybody stayed on their own side of the fence. Yeah, I had trouble with
0: that. Yeah. Well, I mean that's. that's kind of the way it was supposed to be, because that's the way the book was. On the subject of the way the book was, I actually found this kind of interesting, because I thought to look it up. Uh, on the Wikipedia page for the book, which was published in 1908, it has a section for allusions and references to other work. And every single one of these was in the movie, too. Huh. I, uh, uh, for instance, the... Bit when the priest is talking about the books that are in the Emerson's house. Uh-huh. Byron, exactly. A Shropshire lad, never heard of it. The Way of All Flesh, never heard of it. Given... Shropshire lad is, yeah. a,
2: is a poem by A.E. Hosmer. Mm-hmm.
0: Hello, dear George reads German. I... Uh, the thing on his wardrobe. Mistrust all enterprises that require new clothes. Does anyone know what book that's from? Mistrust all enterprises that require new clothes. No. It's from Walden. By Thoreau.
1: Oh, because in the, the dad and the says, dad
0: you know, leave me the Thoreau.
1: Leave me the Thoreau because I'm gonna need it. Oh, yeah. I've never read Walden because I've always huh. thought it was a pain in the ass. Yeah,
0: yeah. I uh-huh. uh, the line of the throwaway line about Dante is in the book too. Right. Uh, the song that she sings at the piano is from Sir Walter Scott's The Bride of Lammermoor.
1: Say that again. I read that.
0: Uh, when she's singing at the piano near the end of the movie.
1: Mm -hmm. It's melancholy.
0: Melancholy. Vacant heart and hand and eye, easy live and quiet die. That's from The Bride of Lammermore. I don't
1: remember it, but... Which
0: is about a talented but restrained young woman encouraged into an engagement not of her choosing.
1: Huh. She was uh, schizophrenic.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. The character, I mean. Yeah. But, yeah. Hmm. This was definitely... If you had to judge it based on the movies that were around it in the Academy Awards, this was definitely not going to be like every other movie.
2: This right, was very right. different. that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, and you compare it to one of the other very popular movies of that year, Platoon, and you couldn't be at opposite ends of the spectrum any further. Yeah. I mean, they it was nominated for Best Picture, along with a Woody Allen visually. movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, this was... So I've I found it at least you know engaging if not overly entertaining.
1: Took a little while to get going, maybe
0: it did. Yeah, there yeah, were parts yeah, that it, seemed it,
1: it's, it's so. You go, let's go bit. back to that Lammermoor thing. Yeah. was that supposedly in the book or in or that was the in Lammermour?
0: the that was I uh, it didn't say it, it did d- not that, say it
1: couldn't be in the book and be musical because there wasn't any.
0: The Bride of Lammermoor is a historical novel.
1: Yes, it is. Well, they, uh, what they're saying is that novel that this film was based on, it made reference to other literary works. Says, yeah. right.
0: No, it does not say...
1: But, but I'm, I'm curious about... It said something about the music. You said something about the end of the, the book or end of the movie. She's in, singing, the, yeah. She's singing. It, the,
0: this is, does not specify if it's mm-hmm. from the opera or the book version. Uh,
1: well, the opera is Lucia. Yeah, yeah.
0: that is... in That is... It does specify that 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 piece of music, the operatic a- adaptation, is in the concert scene of the author's first published novel, where angels fear to tread. So oh, so he goodness. he was a fan of that work. It seems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. right. As I mean, plot wise, we guessed plot points. It was not a particularly surprising twisty plot. Correct. I uh, but
1: but it was. I thought it was beautiful to look at. I. I'm a costume person. Mm-hmm. I mean, her, her transition from young girl hair to Gibson girl hair, that was beautiful. Yep. You know, the old ladies, the tiny hats, the lace collars, the brooches, the belts. Mm. <laughs> beautiful. The way that they, they uh, designed the costumes to make the women's waistlines look like they were 12 inches.
2: Seems to me that one of the we one yeah, of but the these things, were illusions and it worked well. Seems to me one of the one of the awards that we randomly chose was best costume.
0: So we will be discussing that, but first.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, first, I skipped ahead.
0: First, the thi- one of the things that won for best screenplay based on material from another medium. And I think based on what little I've seen of the book, it's fairly accurate to that, and it seems to have made the transition to screen. Better than most books I've seen Turned into movies Which is interesting It's almost like the book was written to be a play Because mm. plays do get to the screen fairly well Yeah So I don't know I mean
1: well,
0: I think it was well yeah. written
1: Yeah good job
0: Daniel Day-Lewis being a jerk Not with standing, But that was well yeah. written but, he- <laughs> but it was well written and well played Yeah uh, Next up on a random thing Would be art direction How do we feel about the set dressing And oh. overall presentation of uh-huh. this film how do we feel about the location scouting of getting florence and yeah, renting and some out that na- really nice. places so famous they have their own wikipedia page yeah uh it definitely won for our attraction
1: well and i think that it, the, it this film had um old school cards that would pop up the whole screen mm-hmm. to tell you what was happening next almost like mm-hmm. it was a you know.
0: Those were themed off of the ones found in the original printing of the book. Yeah. But they were made newly and specifically for the film.
1: So one, of the, one yeah. of the ones that popped up when they went to Mr. Vice's mother's home, her well-appointed home in London, is what the card said. And it was this over-the-top um, Victorian, uh, you know, we're just past the Victorian era... But her home still looks like she has, she's, she grew up in that era with the opulence and lots of details, details on details, and, and tassels and ribbons and, and, and all of just the, the uh, ornate things. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, that was an interesting piece and, and very well done.
0: Now, unfortunately, the next thing we've rolled is best sound effects editing. For which this film did not have much of that. You mean Mm -hmm. like
1: horses' hooves?
0: Yeah. Boys
1: splashing in the water? I didn't think that
0: was extraordinary. No, but this does mean that I'm going to take a quick break and talk about original song because I saw it this year and I need to talk about it. I mentioned it to Mom how stacked this uh, best original song list is. The winner was Top Gun, but But, not for the Top Gun song. It was not not nominated for Danger Zone. It won for Take My Breath Away. Also nominated Glory of Love from Karate Kid 2, Mean Green Mother from Outer Space from Little Shop of Horrors, and Somewhere Out Whoa. There from An American Tale. This was a very interesting year for having a song on, right. in there, especially with Platoon being on top. Just having all of these also be this year. Sound effects editing, by the way, went to Aliens.
1: Which I'm so glad I didn't have Which to beat
0: that. out Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, and Top Gun. And I would believe all of those to have interesting sounds in them. Yes. No, Voyage Home was uh, they was the whales. That was the whale, so they had to do whale noises in space. Right, in, underwater. Underwater whale noises in space yes. with transparent aluminum and all that. <laughs> right. It didn't win any awards. We were in danger of watching that one. <laughs> and the last category is going to be it's not uh, costumes. What? Dad, Dad misread the list. Denied. It's no. best, It's best director. He misread the list.
1: I still can't tell if, if somebody's a good director or not.
0: So James Ivory was nominated for this. Uh, direct, if you want to be a, a good director, it's generally going with overall presentation of film. So if you have right. like one thing that that's good and the rest of the movie's kind of okay, then your director probably wasn't that good. Yeah. Usually Best Picture and Best Director, the lists are very similar. Sure. Uh, James Ivory worked ex- extensively with Indian-born film producer Ismael Merchant, which he did for this film. Uh, what are we going to look at for his list? Uh, a room with a view this one. Uh, not that many that I definitely not that many that I recognize. Uh, Howard's End, the Remains of the Day, Call me by your name from 2017. He got the Oscar and BAFTA for that and became the oldest ever person to win those at age 89.
1: Oh man! What the heck!
0: So not necessarily wow. like he—he's not running films, you know, all the time. But he's also making films out of India. So some of them didn't get seen over here.
1: Sure. Oh, that we all would have passion and desire to work yeah. at age eighty-nine. Yeah.
0: But I—he uh, did weird. not win best director because that went to Oliver Stone for Platoon.
1: Well, mm-hmm. that happens.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would have, again, like I said, a very different movie.
1: Right, right, very different. But right.
0: overall, I mean, it was kind of nice to see all of these famous people.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Back, back Some of them before they
2: were really yeah, the doing stuff. The,
1: the revelation of 1917 to 1889.
2: Oh, yeah. right, right. I, I did misread the costumes because I was looking at awards won their award. For I mean, costumes. unsurprisingly. So, yes. Mm-hmm. they won, so that's, that's why yeah. I misread that. Yeah. Reading the wrong way. Alright. Anybody got closing thoughts?
1: I I'm good. I enjoyed the film. I'd say mm-hmm. go you know, it's You're something gonna... different. Yep. You want to see a young Helena Bonham Carter, then you definitely You want to see
0: her before she got weird? Mm-hmm. She's found her niche and her niche is being a little weird.
1: Well she married Tim Burton. I mean that I mean didn't hurt. Yeah. Mm. But well, I had trouble hearing it. That's all right. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, then we want to thank the Academy for doing its job and thereby pointing us in the direction of quality filmmaking.
2: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.